your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Since yesterday morning's show, things haven't changed in the sense that uh, the terrible death of Ashling Murphy and her connections to Limerick, of course, uh, in Tullamore, uh, still very much dominating listeners' thoughts. Graduated with a very good honours degree, and I actually had her myself last semester for class. And now, as you might understand, it's a very different situation with COVID as we were online, so... You know, you don't have the same connection with students as you would have as if they were face-to-face. But she was a very good student. She's a very talented girl as well in terms of, you know, big into music, big into playing music. She's from a very musical family, you know. So um, in that sense, like, that, that's what we would know about her. In, in terms of, uh, I mean, there are students who would have been third years at the time who are now fourth years who would know her. The mood in the college, I suppose, would be one of absolute shock, really, to be honest, you know. Um, I suppose the college would, in a sense, be almost like a parent. We have students, they come through, uh, they graduate, but we kind of have an interest in what happens when they leave us. And when something like this happens, it's just unbelievable. Like, you know, it, it, it kind of, sometimes when you see an accident with a young person or whatever, you know, you wonder, is one of our students? And then, unfortunately, in this case, our worst fears were realised, you know. So, you know, whatever we, whatever we look at it, like this, it's inexplicable, really, that she's just walking in a place that loads of people walk in Tullamore. I mean, that uh, path by the canal would be a very popular spot for this to happen to her in broad daylight. Like, it's just unbelievable, you know. And so, you know, our hearts grow to our family. All we can do is support them anyway we can, pray for her. That's that's all we can do, really, you know. That was uh, Father Michael Wall, chaplain at Mary Immaculate College, uh, talking about the murder of Ashling. Uh, she was a student at Mary I in Limerick and uh, only graduated as a teacher in the last few months. And since then, a man has been released without charge in Tullamore after questioning in relation to the death uh, of uh, that former student here in Limerick, uh, Ashling Murphy. And Gardy say no stone will be left unturned when it comes to the investigation into the murder and uh, Anne-Marie uh, joins me, our producer now. Good morning to Morning, you. Joe. So how do you feel about the reaction since this murder and the whole conversation around women and safety and the movement around it across the country? Yeah, it's really it's really taken off and it's, it's, it's like the country has opened up um, and a lot of young women are speaking out uh, as well, I've noticed, over the last 24 hours. And to be honest, I think this has triggered something in women uh, across the country. Um, you know, we, we've had a, a lot of reports recently in recent years, you know, the mother and baby homes was just harrowing. Ireland as a country and a society has treated women appallingly. And if you look at every Irish woman in this country has some link to whatever went on in the past. There's some connection. They'll know something. They'll know of someone. Um, every young woman has had some experience growing up um, and, you know, abuse within families, oh, a, a plethora of things across the country. And I think we've come to a point, you know, I was listening to someone list off all the names of, you, you know, young women who have died in Ireland in the last few years, like even off the top of my head, Anna Kriegel and young boys involved in that. What drove young boys to do that? Nadine Lott 
and the man who was sentenced for the horrific attack on her, Justine Valdez. You could keep going on. Um, it has triggered something, and I think the younger women of today are still experiencing things and they have decided enough is enough. That That's where I think it's gone because I've said this to you before in this show, you know, there's violence happening across the country. There's young men who've been attacked, young women, you know, all over the country. But there is something about the, the attitude towards women that's ingrained in us and society's impact uh, on women. And I always felt, because I was that bit older, the things that I experienced were part of the past, the past in Ireland. But if you talk to the younger women, the 17, 18, 19, 20 year olds, and we, we've had this discussion on the air before, they're still experiencing things that should not be happening in 2022. And I think because women have a voice now as well, and you know, there's a bit more equality in society as well compared to the dark ages of the 70s and 80s, they're now speaking out and I think enough is enough is where we're at. And what did the most impact on you yesterday after our show watching all the coverage? Yeah, and I, I, I put it up on social media and I got a, a lot of response to it as well. I think the one thing, and obviously I'm a mother of two young girls as well, so that goes through my head. The one thing that really struck me was the video footage on one of the news programmes of all the kids' cards in the classroom around the light where she taught all their little messages to her, their teacher, who clearly they adored. And there is a, an unique relationship between a child and a teacher. When they spark, they get on well, and the child adores the teacher. I've seen it with one of my girls and one particular teacher over the years. She was devastated when this teacher would no longer be teaching her and was moving on. And as you do, you get older and classes move on. And I thought of that yesterday, and I thought the, the descriptions of this young woman, she clearly had that connection with her, her little first class students who I think will be making their communion if I'm not mistaken that's the year they make it in that school they 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 left their little messages and I just looked at it and I have to say that brought a tear to my eye yesterday that was the moment where I paused and thought this is just horrendous yeah I also thought it was a fitting tribute and, and it's something that someone mightn't think of doing but they did outside her national school where they have the national tricolour and they just had it at half mast yeah, it was, yeah. Um, so talk to me about an incident that you saw yourself in Limerick City Centre yesterday yeah just talking. so it's just so happened um, I was walking up uh, I did a few things to do yesterday afternoon I was walking through the city centre and you know you hear voices and people walking by and there was two lads coming up behind me and they were talking really loudly they were young lads um, I would say no more than 20s and they were talking really loudly and one of them as they were coming up behind me I could hear him saying um, I know I know he had sex with a, a girl underage but what was the issue what was the issue and of course straight away and given the day that was in it I thought to myself, jeez, that's an unbelievable conversation. And like really loudly now, Joe, this wasn't hushed tones. This was really loudly. And the other guy said, no, 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 no. He said, he drugged her and then he raped her. And they were walking past me. And I looked at them from behind as they walked on past me. And I was looking at the two of them. And straight away in my head, I was going, is this something in their circle they're talking so openly and casually about that's going on at the moment? Or is this something, you know, like a celebrity story that I'm not aware of and it doesn't really impact them? Or what the hell is going on? But either way, if two women were walking up the street, and I'm not criticising these young men or anything, I'm just talking about society. I'm not sure we'd talk about it that way. I'd, I, it'd be hushed tones if we were discussing stuff like that. 
it, it just, it was so casual. And, and I don't know anything about the circumstances or who these people are, what was going on. And just the day that was in it, and I was thinking of Ashley and I was walking along and I just thought, this is bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, my wife went for a run last night. Mm. And she was going out. And she said to me, uh, you know, you, you generally don't like me going for a run at night on my own, do you? And I said, no, I don't. Mm. So well, I'm going. I said, that's fair enough. Um, and did and came home fine and the whole lot. But when we were chatting about it later, she said she had slightly adjusted her route. Yeah. Um, you know, just not not by much, but just kept to you know, slightly more well-lit areas than maybe she normally would on her normal route on her run, on her mm. own around Limerick. And so that's the kind of effect it has on everybody. And, you know, it's a general thing that uh, women have to think about, but it was just an interesting uh, conversation. But of course, it's also true to say, I saw someone on social media say last night, and you wouldn't think twice about a man going out for a, a run um, last night. No, you wouldn't. Um, and I agree with all, all the women. It's funny, uh, lots of women talking about you automatically make decisions of what you do every day because in the back of your head you have this safety thing. And I, I sat down last night and I was thinking about that and I was going, you know, we do. And I think some of us forget that. And as you say, you don't think about that when the man goes out for a run. And, I'm, and you know, maybe the man isn't as safe as the, the woman, you know, maybe the man is just as much as vulnerable as the woman at times as well. Like young men have been attacked randomly, but as I say, this is a bigger a bigger issue about the society and the raising of young boys and the behaviours and attitudes. All right. Well, thank you very much for that, uh, Anne-Marie. Um, the Mayor of uh, Limerick, Councillor Daniel Butler, is on the line. He's been waiting for a few minutes, so we thank him for that. Good morning to you, Mayor. Good morning, Joe. So what are your general thoughts on this first? Um, well, I suppose first and foremost, it, it was shocking, it was frightening, and ultimately it was heartbreaking, really, um, to hear the story that spoke the, the other day of a, a young woman in the prime of her life, you know, just out of university, um, the world before her, um, starting in her first job, an amazing opportunity and a huge career ahead of her, and for her life to be taken so tragically and so horrifically, um, it really has been you know, ripple waves through Limerick and indeed through Ireland that Anne-Marie there has been so eloquently um, outlining. Mm. And, I mean, what is your message to men? Well, Joe, I suppose most of the day yesterday, I didn't really say much. I spent most of the day listening. I spent most of the day talking to my female colleagues, to my wife, uh, just to learn uh, a bit and hear and understand and uh, be able to get my head around it and to understand what it's like for women in today's society. Um, and I can under- and I know there was a lot of kind of talk of not all men online. And, you know, I can understand why men might have said that, not all men, because they feel that well, I wouldn't do that. But I think it was missing the point. You know, the reality is, and I've learned through listening, that for women, you know, the reality is when they are the victims of this kind of violent act, it's by- it is by men. And women, when they're going about their daily lives, they don't know which man it is. So there is a responsibility on us, on men to understand that and to hear that loud and clear. And if, we've, if you haven't heard it over the last couple of days, you really need to, to check in with yourself. You know, there is a responsibility here amongst men because we are the problem. And if we're the problem, Joe, we are also the solution. And really, I think the message now for all of us as men is it's time for us to choose which we want to be. 
uh, and it's no longer that we can stand by uh, and just hear these stories and move on and hear the next story and move on. We really need to change how we approach this. We need to think about our conversations, our daily conversations with each other as men, uh, how we speak about women, uh, how we speak about these issues, how we treat women, how we speak to women. You know, there's massive conversations to be had. And really, as men, we really need to step up to the mark now. And I'm encouraging all men just to listen for the moment and to reflect on what it's like. And even the conversation you're having with your wife, Joe, I mean, everybody should be able to be able to go out and go for a run, go for a walk. But for women, they have to think about how they're getting there. Uh, Is it well lit when they're going for their run? You know, women talking about holding keys in their hands. So I think what is awakened in women and what I'm hearing is there's a latent anxiety there for women. They go about their daily their daily lives. And this is only just realised through this event. And that's totally unacceptable that people can, are going about their daily business with this sense of anxiety. We should be able to get from A to B and live our lives freely, no matter who we are. And um, I suppose that's what I'm hearing and I think, I think us as men, we really, really have to listen and we really, really have to act because it's in our hands to be able to do something about this. It's in our hands to be able to stop this and we really have to step up to the mark now once and for all. You uh, have uh, opened an online book of condolence for Ashley. Yeah, look, Joe, I mean, I suppose throughout the day, I, I, like I said, I was listening and I know I was emotional at times. I, I saw the same uh, video that uh, Marie spoke about, you know, the pupils with their drawings in sympathy, you know, it, it, it's harrowing. Um, and I suppose it was only a small thing that I felt that I could do was to put a book of condolence and at least it would be a conduit or a way for people to express what they're feeling and express, you know, sympathy and support to the family, friends, colleagues, pupils um, of, uh, of Ashling. Uh, and if they want to go online, it's there for them to express their sympathies, and we would pass that on to the family. You know, it's just, uh, in some ways, it's just something for us to do. We, we kind of need something and sometimes, in order, when we're feeling this. So I'm hoping that this is, in some ways, will help people as a means of expression to be able to put that online. And I'm doing that on behalf of the people of Limerick, and we will share that on behalf of the people of Limerick with Ashling's family. Mm. And there is a vigil, isn't there, for Ashling and all those who've died by gender-based violence uh, taking place at Arthur's Key Park this evening at six, uh, one of a number of vigils taking place across Ireland over the weekend. And I think you intend to be there, is that right? Yeah, Joe, like I say, I mean, I think the most important thing you need to do at the moment is, is, is listen, but also to stand in solidarity with women across Dermic and Deed Ireland. And yeah, I'll be attending this evening with my mask, wearing my mask, keeping physically distanced. Uh, but standing there listening and standing in solidarity with women here in Limerick, um, I think it's only right that I do that uh, uh, as mayor and, and indeed on behalf of the, of the population of Limerick. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for talking to us uh, this morning. That is the mayor of Limerick, Councillor Daniel Butler. A man has been released from Garda custody in Tullamore and uh, they have been clear to say that he has been eliminated from their inquiries uh, into the terrible death uh, of 23-year-old Ashling Murphy, who, as we've mentioned a few times, was a student of Mary Immaculate College here in Limerick. And uh, Anne-Marie has been chatting to Sinead Hubble at Midlands Radio, the local radio station in Tullamore. Most people are just absolutely shocked and saddened by the incident 
a lot of people are saying that there's just no words to describe what happened to Ashling. News came in to us shortly after six, o- six o'clock that there had been an assault down along the canal and um, we contacted Gardaí and we found out that there was a serious assault and that very quickly turned into Gardaí telling us that there was going to be a murder investigation after it was confirmed that Ashling had actually died. Um, most people just can't get their heads around it. Um, a lot of people, you know, have a sense of fear. You know, it's been said that things don't like, happen like that here. And what do you believe will be the fallout from this in the area? I think most people are afraid. Um, a lot of people are saying that they'll no longer walk down by the canal or they'll take precautions if they're going that direction because we would have all walked down along the canal um, in the evening time after work. The fact that it happened at four o'clock, it was bright, sunny day. People just can't get over that something like that would happen in daylight as well. So yeah, there is a sense of fear. I know um, some of the local councillors are afraid that people won't use that as a local amenity anymore because they just won't feel safe on it. Sinead, can you imagine her students going into school and having to be told whatever they were told about this news? Yeah, there was a lot of shock in the school. The Department of Education sent down um, psychologists to help prepare the teachers at 8 o'clock on how to speak to the students and to break the news maybe to some of them um, that their teacher had had been killed. So there's a lot of uh, services being put in place right now um, in the school to help those children deal with it. And um, Frank Kelly, as I said, he was a retired principal. He actually went back for the day today to help his former colleagues deal with the fallout today. And that they're giving the children the space and time that they need to deal with their emotions. Tragic stuff, it really is. Um, We've had a story here in Limerick as well, an issue with CCTV cameras. The Data Data Protection Commissioner has carried out an investigation into them and it's looking like a lot of them will have to be disconnected right around the city and county. Um, And obviously... There are concerns here as to what that will mean for people's safety going forward. Does this issue kind of highlight that and other measures that people need to feel safe when they're out and about? Yeah, I think there will be a lot of very upset people when they hear the the news of that because like that, you need that sense of security and none of us would have ever thought that if we're walking down by the canal anything like that could happen Um, so I think you know people need to feel secure now and any measures that can make them feel a little bit safer while they're out and about are definitely needed That's Sinead Hubble there at Midlands Radio, the local radio station for Tullamore, chatting to Anne-Marie. Now, Limerick activist with socialist feminist group Rosa has been chatting to our own Maxine Bramley. Here's Katrina Ni Cajon. This is something that, you know, it is, it's kind of tragic to think that this is the kind of start we've had uh, to 2022 already. Um, It's something that we have been extremely vocal about. Um, Rosa has always been very, very vocal about the issue of gender violence, but particularly in the last year or so when we've we've witnessed the actual, you know, the sheer explosion of it over the course of the pandemic. You know, we were calling out the issue around uh, cancelled 999 calls. Um, you know the, the the issue of needle spiking very recently, and back in November, not too not too long ago at all, we had the twenty fifth of November, the day for the international international day for the elimination of violence against women, and we held a very successful protest there as well. Again, 
calling on the state to actually, you know, take emergency action on this issue. Um, so, you know, to say that that this is an absolute tragedy is almost, you know, an understatement. I've been following social media as, as, as you know, as much as everybody else today and just seeing the outpouring of of grief, uh, you know, over, over this issue, but also anger. Um, and also, you know, when you think about this complete rejection of this, you know, narrative of victim blaming of, of women or victims of, of sexual violence. People reject that completely now. And does this kind of reinforce the fears that women have, you know, what's happened? Yeah, I, you see, I wonder if this is actually something that that will actually make us even more indignant and, and angry. And, and people are rightly scared by this, you know, it's, but it's, it's not okay to be afraid of 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 you know walking going for a walk on your own and, and it's particularly galling that you know this happens uh, you know at 4 p.m in the afternoon but there you go it just it makes a mockery of the whole idea that that we are you know solely responsible for our our own safety and uh, when in reality we should be questioning the kind of society that we live with uh, that we live in and the kind of tolerance for attitudes and behaviours that actually exist on a spectrum and lead to, you know, the kind of tragedies that, that, that happened yesterday, but, but also the kind of violence and aggression that happens behind closed doors, on the streets, in workplaces, every day in Ireland. So that uh, was uh, Rosa's uh, Katrina Nikahon uh, chatting to Maxine. Uh, there is, as we mentioned, that vigil for Ashling Murphy and all those who've died by gender-based violence taking place at Arthur's Key Park this evening at six. And as the Mayor of Limerick mentioned, uh, he has opened an online book of condolence and you can uh, get to that through limerick.ie. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.